Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Arundel Carriers pregame sports talk, presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Pre-game sports talk is brought to you by Skyline Chili. Feeling good? It's Skyline time. A.E. Door and Window Company. They sell the best and service the rest. Encore Technologies. Visit Encore.tech. Betfred Sportsbook. Official sportsbook of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mixco Plumbing. Don't go to the average Joe. Call Mixco. Your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Visit buyatoyota.com for all Toyota offers. Toyota. Let's go places. And by R. L Carriers partner with a family-owned LTL provider at RLC.com. This is 700 WLW, the home of the best Bengals coverage. And welcome to the RL Carriers pregame show, right here on 700 WLW at ESPN 1530. And here we go, Bengals and Patriots today in Foxborough. It is week number 16 in the NFL season. This is a big game. There's no question about it. Now, the Bengals have already clinched thanks to the Jets losing on Thursday night. But they are still focused on a division championship and maybe, just maybe, getting that number one seed in the AFC. As for the Patriots, they're sitting in the eighth spot right now. They have trouble scoring, but they play great defense. And they take the ball away, and they have a boatload of sacks. Good morning. I'm Ken Brew. So we're playing now on Saturday because tomorrow is Christmas Day. But for both of these teams, it doesn't matter whether tomorrow's Christmas or New Year's or the 4th of July. It's a chance to keep the season alive. And in the Bengals' case, it's a chance to keep coaching and playing towards these goals that we just talked about. Zach Taylor was talking about that earlier this week. I think it's a special team. It really is. And it just it's a group that strives for consistency every single week. And I, I feel that as a coach that we get that in practice. Um, you always feel good walking on the field for pregame, that, that there's just really good energy and the guys are locked in. And, and I've really felt that the last um, – I've really felt that all season, to be quite honest with you. And, um, you know, the, these last couple of weeks, I think our team's just really hitting their stride. We know that we can't take that for granted. That, that doesn't just automatically carry over every single week. you still got to repeat the work and find that edge that you got to have for each game. Um, but our, our team has just, they've had that focus and, and um, you know, that urgency to, to get it done during the weekends. Yeah, and it's it's just all falling into place for the Bengals right now. They, they I understand what's going on out in San Francisco. The 49ers are playing very well, but, I mean, it's hard to argue the fact that the Bengals are the hottest team in the NFL right now. Everything is just absolutely crackling. Today they play a Patriots team that sits eighth in a seven-team playoff race. And, of course, they're coming off that horrendous end of the game last week in Las Vegas, a, just a kind of a Hail Mary play that was totally unnecessary. It was a play where all they had to do really was, okay, if, if, if there's an opening, if there's a chance to, you know, run for a touchdown, okay. But all of a sudden, the ball starts getting thrown back and forth. Raiders intercept the ball, and Chandler Jones goes the other way, for the Raiders' touchdown and for a game-winning play. Tough to come back from. 
But today, they'll attempt to do that. Now, their quarterback is Mac Jones. He does not seem to be very pleased with the way the offense is going this year, and, and maybe rightfully so. He was hurt early in the year. He's played 11 games. He's completed about 66% of his passes, seven touchdowns, eight interceptions. He's been sacked 26 times. This is not a good offensive football team. Again, they rely on defense to win. Jones talking this week about just the importance of this game. I mean, you know, they're, they're in a scrum there for that final AFC playoff spot. This one especially just to show our resiliency and just to bounce back and, and say, stay positive with one another and, and go out there and compete. And um, we know that they're a great football team on the other side and definitely starts with us like it does every week. And um, I feel like we just we want to put our best 60 out on the field. So special teams, offense and defense, put our best 60 out there and See where we're at. At the end of the day, that's all you can ask for, and everything else is kind of out of your control. When he hands the ball off, it's normally going to Ramondae Stevenson. He will most probably go over 1,000 yards this season. He may go over it today. He has 914, and he's averaging five yards a carry. And when he throws the ball, Mac Jones invariably looks for Jacoby Myers. Myers has 640 yards of catches, but only three touchdowns. Devontae Parker, the other wide receiver, out. He's got uh, concussion problems, not playing today. Hunter Henry is the tight end and a likely target today as well. But again, this team is centered around its defense, and they've got some terrific defensive players led by Matthew Judon. 14 and a half sacks so far this season. And there are others, Josh Uche in his second season. Ten and a half sacks so far this season. And the Patriots take the ball away. They recover fumbles. Well, they have eight of those, and they pick off the ball, too. The Patriots right now sitting with 14 interceptions, and they've come up with 48 sacks of the quarterback so far in 2022. Maybe a low-scoring game. I think you're going to see that a lot around the NFL today because of the weather that has gripped this nation. The wind will be a factor everywhere, and certainly it will be in New England. Now, this is a very very you could legally bet on here in the state of Ohio and that will be Monday night January the 2nd when the Buffalo Bills come to town there are a lot of games to look at to handicap today and uh, one of the betting services that uh, is coming to town in fact they've partnered with the Bengals is betfred.com and one of their lead odds analysts is standing by to join us right now to talk about a number of games including this one in New England today he is Jason Silva. Jason, how are you on this glorious game day? I'm I'm great, Ken. A day closer to Ohio being live with sports betting. So you, uh, it's, it's an exciting time. You sound geeked about that. You sound like you're ready to go. Have you ever been to Ohio? Ever been to Cincinnati in your life? I have. I've spent uh, most of this football season out in uh, the past four to six months, I'd say, out in Cincinnati. Uh, majority of it have been out there. So, yeah, I, uh, although I am an East Coast guy and live in Las Vegas, I've uh, you know, submerge myself as much as possible in the Cincinnati community the past few months uh, as we get this partnership off the ground. So the last couple of months, you've been out here lathering up the town, as it were, right? Getting everybody ready for <laughs> bed for it. Is that what you were doing? You got that right. Living on the company dollar. They paid for the whole trip, and you could have gone anywhere, any restaurant, any place, any time, right? Uh, I don't know about all no, that. I think you. I think you. Right. <laughs> all right. I want to run a couple of games by you here today, and some of these has have significance, and some of them don't. Uh, I got the Saints and Browns here. The Saints are five and nine. Browns are six and eight. Browns have got to give three. Saints are one and five on the road. Amazingly, the Browns are still alive, 
for an AFC wild card, and uh, they're playing better recently with Deshaun Watson. Help me with this one. Handicap this one for me. Yeah, so the line at Bedford right now is three uh, in favor of the Browns at home by no surprise. Uh, playing pretty good football right now, as you mentioned. What what stands out to me and most uh, betters from this uh, from that perspective is the the total is thirty one points. It's the lowest total in about thirty years, I believe, since nineteen ninety one. And the last time that there was a total this low for for an NFL game was actually a, a Browns game as well as it was against the Bengals, and ended fourteen zero. So something that's very uh, very uncommon to see a total this low, but with the the weather forecast out there, as we were just speaking about, um, it's it's uh, not too surprising. So who you got in this one? I mean, so so it's Browns minus three according to Bet Fred. Total is at thirty one. I think there are there are probably going to be a lot of low totals at kickoff uh, today just because of the weather. But what? Uh, so who you got? Browns, Saints, Browns with the points. Give the points. Lay the points. I, Where do you see this? Yeah, if I if I had to make a pick in this game, I'm laying the points of the Browns. Like you said, they're playing good football. Lean on that run game. Saints do have a good defense. I think it's going to be extremely low scoring, maybe a 14 to 10 type of game. Okay, so in other words, under the total as well. Giants and Vikings. Yeah, uh, Giants and Vikings. Giants are 8-5-1. and They're the sixth seed right now in the NFC. The Vikings have already clinched their division. Big comeback win last week. Uh, They're 7-1 at home. They got an outside shot at the number one seed, a real outside shot, but they're still playing for it. Uh, they're at home. Last I saw, they were giving four to the Giants. Uh, that looks like a pretty solid bet, Vikings minus four. Well, how do you see this one? Yeah, it's still sitting at four. Uh, you know what? It's, it's funny. If, if you look at this game and, and you, you asked me a few days ago before they played the Commanders, uh, the Giants that was, I, I, I would have made this game about a touchdown. Since the Giants played well, this number's pretty tight. Uh, to, to your point, Ken, I, I actually leaned the, to the Vikings as well. I think most most well. Uh, you're just up over that field goal, though, so you'll see some guys come back on the Giants, but uh, I think you'll see some recency bias there, as we call it, uh, that people saw Giants playing some good football, and uh, we'll back them on the road this week, but I think it's it's a Vikings win by more than four. Yeah, Vikings and, and lay the points. Four is a goofy number anyway, right? I mean, it's it's four has always been a goofy number to me, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the Vikings are a good home team, so I think if nothing else, that's that's probably a compelling reason. I got. I'd agree with you. I got. Uh, I'm looking at this Bengals Patriots game today. Um, the Patriots got. Uh, Patriots are getting three. Bengals are ten and four. They've already clinched because the Jets stink. Uh, they got an outside chance at a number one seed. The Bengals do. A lot needs to happen there. Patriots need this game to stay alive. Patriots defense is really good. I mean, really good. Uh, this is at New England in a must win. Again, Patriots are getting three. What do you think? I think it's a game. Patriots got nothing to lose. But with that said, that doesn't always mean uh, things are going to go their way. I think uh, you'll see Bill taking some chances, something that's outside. And, and by all means, he's not going to change the way he coaches the game. Uh, but I but I think right now we're almost, we, uh, I'm a Patriots fan, Ken, for full transparency, a wow. Boston guy. Wow. Um, and I still, think, uh, I still think the Bengals cover here. I think it's going to be a really – Really tough game for the Patriots. I think they do play good defense, but this Bengals offense, uh, specifically the offensive line, is coming alive. A few weeks ago, or maybe four, six weeks ago, if you told me that uh, you know they had to go into New England, I was going to say the Patriots would give them uh, give that offensive line a lot of trouble. But the way they're gelling offensively, I think the Pats are going to have trouble to score, and I, I think they'll have enough trouble uh, keeping that offense. They're slowing that offense down, trying to keep them off the field. So I would lay the points with the Bengals. 
Not great. I don't think the Patriots can score enough points against Cincinnati. It doesn't mean what, I don't care what the weather is. It could be sunny and 70. They're not going to be able to stay with Cincinnati. And, and Jason Silva, you're going to be out here for the uh, Bet Fred Big Grand Opening on January the 1st. What will that involve? Will people be able to come up, get their picture taken with you, autographs? What happens on January the 1st? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you want to come take a get my autograph. Well, <laughs> but, I don't know. I mean, they may, they may, you make the right choices here. People win money. They may want to be more than photographed with you. They may want to take you to dinner. Hey, hey I appreciate it. Well, you know what? I'll tell you. We do have uh, Andy Munoz, uh, Bengal Hall, Bengal and NFL Hall of Famer, yeah. will be in attendance here at Full. Hey, we're going to have our party January first at Bowling Warehouse. Mm-hmm. We're also doing on New Year's Eve. We're doing a, a party at Moorline Lager House down in uh, down in the banks in Cincinnati as well. So we'll be at Moorline for uh, for New Year's Eve, and then we'll be at Foling from 12 to 8 for the real big party. All day long betting competition. We're giving away I think 60 pairs of tickets to the two final Bengal games. It should be a it should be a real blowout type of party. I think uh, something that Ohio hasn't seen before. And of course, I'll be invited to the VIP room. Correct. You will be. We will have a VIP section <laughs> yeah. set up, Ken, yeah. where, where our betting competition will be. We're crowning the, the sports betting king of Ohio. Well, Best better of Ohio on day one. So uh, you, you're more than welcome to get on in, Ken, into the VIP section and make your bets, my friend. I got your number, buddy. I got your number. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, Jason, yeah, just give me a ring. Jason Silva, betfred.com. Good stuff. Good luck with your, uh, your efforts here in Ohio. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll talk down the road. Thanks. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks, Ken. Who day? There you go. Who day? Who day is right? You're listening to the Arnell Carriers pregame show. It's presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. And we are counting down to the Bengals and the Patriots on both of these radio stations. And we'll continue next on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. Hooday Nation! Sports betting is officially live in the great state of Ohio, and Bet Fred Sportsbook is ready to take your bets. Backed by Fred's over 50 years of bookmaking. Welcome back to the RL Carriers pregame show presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. I'm Ken Brew. We're counting down to the Bengals and the Patriots in Massachusetts later on today on both of these radio stations. Let's check out who's hot in the NFL. It's brought to you by Logan AC and Heat Services. Who hasn't needed heat service this past couple of days? Friendly service. Logan services, they always are. All right. In terms of passing, nobody's better than Patrick Mahomes. 4,496 yards. He's closing in on 5,000 yards already with three weeks to go in this season. Justin Herbert of the Chargers, 4,019 yards. He's right on his tail. Tom Brady's in third place with 3,897 yards. And Joe Burrow. Now in fourth place with 3,885 yards. Josh Jacobs of the Raiders, 1,495 rushing yards. A lock to go over 1,500 yards today. Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans, uh, he's at 13.03, and they will need every bit of what he can give them now with Ryan Tannehill out for the rest of the season. The Browns' Nick Chubb, 
1,252 rushing yards. Receiving yards, well, Justin Jefferson, 1,623. He's lighting it up for the Vikings. And it's the Dolphins' Tyreek Hill is right behind him, 1,529 yards. In terms of defense, Nick Bosa of the 49ers, 15 and a half sacks. Matthew Judon of the New England Patriots. We'll see him today. 14 and a half sacks so far. And Miles Garrett with 13 and a half. And with six interceptions, it's the Eagles' C.J. Gardner-Johnson that leads everybody. Tariq Wilson of Seattle also with six. Harrison Smith of the Vikings and Justin Simmons of the Denver Broncos, each with five interceptions so far in 2022. Okay, when we come back, he covers... The New England Patriots for the Athletic.com. Chad Graff will weigh in as to what happened on that final play last weekend and just what's at stake for the Patriots in today's game. You're listening to the RNL Carriers pregame show, and it continues next on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. They're making progress in Gallatin County. This is the 930 Report. I'm Sandy Collins. Breaking now, the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet and Kentucky State Police continue to detour the vehicles that are stalled on Interstate 71 North. Maybe 50 yards. If that, that, like 50 yards probably in the the past 12 hours. Yes, it's been a long wait. Backed up vehicles being turned around to travel south on 71 northbound to reach exit 62. Then at that exit, they'll be able to either use 127 in either direction or go southbound on I-71. If you are in that backup and you need emergency services, uh, whether you are running out of gas, losing heat in your vehicle, or have a medical emergency, they say you should call 911 and provide your license plate number and the make of your vehicle. The National Guard is doing wellness checks, but it is going to take multiple hours to reroute all of those vehicles. Let's check traffic and weather together. ODOT says that most of the roads are pretty clear, but they've got blowing and drifting snow still a problem, and they're putting down a lot of de-icers to try to make some headway today uh no accidents reported right now to slow you down now the latest forecast from the train heating and cooling weather center on news radio 700 wlw another cold day feeling well below zero mostly cloudy high 14 cloudy and cold tonight low six sunshine sunday high 18 more snow monday from your severe weather station i'm nine first warning forecaster raven richard news radio 700 wlw two degrees of Above zero here at News Radio 700 WLW. If you're in the military, a pay raise is on the way. It's included in the spending bill passed by Congress. It's got $45 billion in humanitarian, military, and economic assistance for Ukraine, $40 billion for Americans impacted by natural disasters, $858 billion in there in new defense spending, including a pay raise for troops. ABC's Jay O'Brien reports that under the plan, active duty troops, drilling guard, and reserve members will get a 4.6% pay raise. That's the largest bump in 20 years. There was a fire this morning in Butler County. It happened on Wayne's Trace Road. Officials say the people and their pets all got out safely. And fire officials investigating right now. It started about 3.30 this morning. 
A man who refused a traffic stop has been arrested in Springfield Township. 26-year-old Aaron Noble was driving a rental. Police uh, say they tried to pull him over and he led them on a chase with a two-year-old child in his car and crashed. That child was uh, had minor injuries. He tried to run, they say, but uh, he was taken into custody and he will be arraigned this morning. I'm Sandy Collins. Next update at 10, News Radio 700 WLW. For over 40 years, Nick's Cope Plumbing has been Greater Cincinnati's choice for residential and commercial. Without AJ. Time of the year. You tell him about it, brother. Well, I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Well, Merry Christmas and welcome to Christmas Eve, and welcome back to the RL Carriers pregame show presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. I'm Ken Brew. Say hello. We are counting down to the Bengals and the Patriots from Foxborough, Massachusetts. Now in about three and a half hours. And uh, in three and a half hours, the Bengals will either, uh, well, look, they're already in. What they're doing now is trying to climb closer to that number one seed while all the way winning the AFC North. Meanwhile, the Patriots are just trying to hang on. They're trying to stay relevant, trying to stay in the playoff chase. And there's late word in today from the NFL Network that two of their key players, wide receiver Jacoby Myers and running back Ramondre Stevenson, are going to play. Uh, Myers has had a shoulder issue, Stevenson an ankle issue. Stevenson ran wild on the uh, Raiders last weekend in a losing effort, but uh, they're both in the lineup today and both will play. I've often said this, I'll say it again, if you are looking for the perfect last-minute gift, for somebody that's a sports fan, theathletic.com would be the perfect gift. And you don't even have to go outside to get it. I get no money for saying it. I discovered The Athletic early on when it first came into existence. No rolling videos, no junked up ads. It's just good sports journalism. And somebody who don't, knows that is one of the reasons why The Athletic is what it is. Standing by to join us now is Chad Graff. He covers the Patriots for theathletic.com. And uh, he was at that debacle last week in Las Vegas. And uh, we got to get his thoughts on that as well. Chad Graff, how are you on this glorious game day? Doing well. It's uh, a little cold here in New England, but enjoying Christmas Eve. Has anyone been talking about the last play of that game against the Raiders? Is that a topic <laughs> of conversation at all in New England? It's, uh, it's occupied one or two minutes of, uh, of sports talk <laughs> radio here and one or two articles. Um, goodness, what a what a finish! There's not many moments anymore. I think when everybody in the stadium is just completely stunned, floored, and yeah, I remember looking around the press box and nobody even had a word. That was just <laughs> jaws hitting hitting the table. Like what in the world just happened? Yeah, I think Bill Belichick had the same reaction too. Probably didn't verbalize <laughs> it, but had the same reaction. <laughs> Look, I mean, we can point to that one game, or we could look at the entire season. Let's let's just look at the entire season. You've got a story right now on theathletic.com of Mac Jones needs to close this season strong because there will be doubts about him if he doesn't finish strongly the final three games that they've got this year. And who knows, maybe they, they still make the playoffs. We'll see. But fact of the matter is, this is a huge prove-it time of the year for him or this franchise internally and externally may be questioning whether or not he's the guy. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that than what's in your article. Yeah, so everything started off pretty well for Mac Jones. A year ago, he was the best rookie quarterback, and I don't even think it was that close. Better than Justin Fields, better than Trevor Lawrence, and, and that may seem crazy now, but he was around depending on your preferred stat. You know, somewhere 12 to 16th best quarterback in the league last year. 
Uh, now you use those same, same stats. He's 26, 27, 28, 29. So it's been a drastic fall off uh, for Mac Jones. And, you know, in fairness to him, it's been kind of a brutal season in the season opener. Uh, he was getting crushed behind an offensive line that couldn't pick up blitz, needed x-rays for a potential back injury. Two weeks later, suffered a high ankle sprain while he was out. Bailey Zappi steps in, and the place goes nuts for Bailey Zappi. They're chanting his name. Uh, even when Mac Jones returns, they want Zappi. So uh wasn't great right from the start. And since then, even though the Zappi stuff has cooled down, uh, Mac's play really hasn't gotten better. And it, it's fair to him to note that the wide receivers aren't very good. The tight ends aren't putting up big numbers. And he's gone from Josh McDaniels, the longtime offensive coordinator here, who you know, we'll see how he is as a head coach, but I think definitively is a good offensive coordinator. He went from that to Matt Patricia, who had never called an offensive play in his life and who hadn't worked on the offensive side of the ball in 10 plus years. Um, so there's a lot of reasons why I think Mac Jones is struggling, but the bottom line is if he continues to play like this, there are going to be questions about whether he's the guy moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I get why he didn't look all that great against the Raiders because nobody knows him better than Josh McDaniel. So, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, even though it was a horrific game, I'm, I'm willing to give him a pass there. I think really Belichick has done a disservice by putting Patricia in charge of the offense. It almost seems like outright arrogance, like he's a football coach. He ought to be able to coach both sides of the ball when you and I both know Bill Belichick could probably have his pick of offensive coordinators in this league, and he chose a guy that flamed out in Detroit, and as you mentioned before that, he was basically known for coordinating defenses. Uh, it seemed like they got kind of lost in their own narrative there, didn't it? I think he hit the nail on the head. Bill, I think, thought that, hey, you know, we're all football coaches. We know what we're talking about. I've got six Super Bowls. I know what I'm talking about. If we just study this and figure it out. We're going to be able to coach this up. And frankly, I think it's kind of insulting to the offensive coaches who have spent decades plus in the NFL working toward that dream of being able to build their own playbook and call plays. And then they just throw this together on the fly. Um, throughout Belichick's career, he's had some decisions like that where everybody said, well, this isn't going to work. This is silly. And then it works. And so I think in his eyes, this was just another example of that, and he knows more than everybody else. And aren't you guys going to look foolish when I'm yeah. right and Matt Patricia does the exact same thing? Uh, but this has had the very predictable result of just not working in any way, shape, or form. They're somewhere around the 25th, 6th best defense uh, offense. And frankly, it's wasting an incredible year from the defense. They're the number one or two defense, depending on your preferred stat. If they even had an average offense, this is a no-doubt playoff team that's getting to 10, 11 wins. Uh, but they're pairing an outstanding defense with a really bad offense, and the results are a bunch of gross games. I was going to say, even if Jacoby Myers and Devontae Parker, who are, I guess, both in concussion protocol right now, and uh, even if Ramonde Stevenson... Uh, had the kind of year that uh, they envisioned. I, I, I just I don't think that that offense was good enough with everybody healthy going into this season, was it? it no, and and they drafted a wide receiver in the second round, the, the guy with the fastest 40 times combine, Tyquan Thornton, who they thought was going to 
help unlock the next level and get the deep ball going. He's not even in the top 50% of his routes that are go ball. So it's, it's not just that they, you know, don't have the pieces. I think they're not even using the pieces that they have in the right way. So it's, it's, Got a mess from top to bottom. Yeah, Tyquan Thornton reminded me of John Ross. You know, I mean, he right. could run a great forty, but then when he put a uniform on, he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Uh, maybe yeah, there's still hope for Thornton. I don't know. We'll see. It's been rough at wide receiver, and you know, I think the crazy thing for the Patriots is it's not obvious how this gets better. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Their top wide receiver, Jacoby Myers set to become a free agent. And if the wide receiver market continues as it has in the NFL, he's going to have a big payday ahead of him. Uh, Behind that Nelson Aguilar, you know, their number three receiver, he's set to be a free agent and move on. So it's it's not just that Mac Jones doesn't have a lot of weapons right now. I also don't know how that's going to improve. Is anybody in that town questioning Bill Belichick and whether or not the magic has run out? Yes, definitely. I, I think his record without Tom Brady has enough people doing that. And that was even before he, you know, frankly, had the audacity to make Matt Patricia the de facto offensive coordinator. Um, I don't think it is so much so, or that uh, opinion is so resound that it's going to lead to changes. But I do think that we could see owner Robert Kraft stepping in and saying, hey, Bill, you've earned the right to have this job and figure out what you're going to do in the post Tom Brady era. But uh, we're going to step in and and make sure that you've got a few more guardrails. We can't be having you hiring your best buddies to be uh, who have worked on defense forever to be the offensive coordinator. So uh, I think we'll see a little bit more activity from Robert Kraft, but I don't think he's going to, uh, force Bill Belichick out this season. Chad Graff's our guest. He covers the Patriots for theathletic.com, and we're obviously previewing uh, this game coming up in just a few minutes here on 700 WLW. I, I don't I don't think the Patriots can score enough points in this game to win. You, you made mention, I think, on Twitter this week that everybody talks about how they bog down in the red zone and this and that, which they do, but they don't get there all that much. And I'm looking, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the numbers here. I mean, they put 24 up in the loss to Vegas, they put 27 up in a win over Arizona. I they, they haven't they haven't even approached 40 except for one game this year, and that was the game at Cleveland. I I don't think they can score enough to keep up with Cincinnati today. Well, so here's the thing: you mentioned those last two games and the points that they had, and those those both came with defensive touchdowns. Mm-hmm. The Patriots basically, in order to beat teams, need defensive or special teams touchdowns. Now. The defense is that good. They do lead the NFL in those. They've got six touchdowns of that variety through 15 games. But outside of that, like they just struggle to score points. They have six offensive touchdowns in the last five games, uh, which I'm sure for a fan base that gets to watch Joe Burrow every week is hard to fathom. Mm-hmm. That's like two games for him. Uh, but five games, they have six offensive touchdowns. It's not just a slump that they're in either. It's been this way all season, and 15 games in, it's hard to see how this is 
suddenly going to improve just because, you know, we're in December now. Yeah. Chad Graff, another reason why you should subscribe to theathletic.com. Chad, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me and enjoy the game. Yeah, you bet. And, and, and that's a great point about the defense that New England has. That is its hallmark. If it has any chance today, it is going to be defensively. Defensive scores, unconventional scores. But matchup offense against their defense, no contest. Cincinnati wins that. Cincinnati, I'm sorry, their offense against Cincinnati's offense. Cincinnati's offense wins that. The real challenge is going to be Cincinnati's offense against Judon and the rest of that Patriots defense. We'll see. That's why they play it. And uh, actually, the conditions up in New England don't look as bad as what they were projected to be. So that's a positive, too. It's coming up on 948. This is the RNL Carriers pregame show. It's presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. I'm Ken Brew on 700 WLW and ESPN 1530. Free estimates. Next day installation. Logan AC and Heat Services. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe. Dreaming of a wife. Christmas. What movie was this in? Just of course it was. It was Home Alone. Everybody kind of figured out that uh, the Drifters were actually pretty hot back in the day when uh, that movie came out. But the Drifters, uh, I guess you would call this doo-wop. I don't know. Um, Clyde McFadder. Billy Ward uh, and the Dominoes was uh, the group he was in before the Drifters. And then there was a second group of the Drifters that was formed, I want to say, around 1960. Benny King was in that group. And uh, there have been several Drifters that have drifted in and out of the group. But uh, it was uh, Clyde McFadder who had the first Drifters. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, this was, uh, this was a song that was done by that original Drifters group. I mean, these groups were great because they would have a tenor, they would an alto, they have a guy who would sing soprano. And... Anyway, Merry Christmas to you and yours as we count down to the Bengals and the Patriots here on 700 WLW and ESPN 1530. On the RNL Carriers pregame show, it is presented, as I think you know by now, by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Uh, a little business to attend to here on the show, so let's get down to it. Who lit up the NFL last week? I know you woke up asking yourself that question today. You said, self, who lit up the NFL last week? Well, lucky for you, we've got Serval Electric. Serval Electric, residential, commercial service, one call, that's all. Serve all. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I think we begin the conversation there. Big comeback win. Um, the Indianapolis Colts jumped out to a three, a 33 to nothing lead. Back comes Cousins in Minnesota, 34 of 54, 460 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, you know, no conversation about a quarterback week to week is not without Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the Chiefs had to come back on the Houston Texans. Mahomes was 36 of 41, 336 yards and a couple of touchdowns. And uh, let's throw in Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence last week against Dallas led the Jaguars to a 40-34 to win. 318 yards, four touchdowns, and then he comes back this past Thursday night. And he leads the, Jets pa leads the uh, Jaguars past the Jets. I'm telling you, it is not beyond the realm of possibility 
that Jacksonville wins the AFC South. The Titans are reeling. They've lost four in a row. Uh, they will not have Ryan Tannehill, it appears, for the rest of the season. And Jacksonville is charging. Keep your eye on Jacksonville. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, the running back for the uh, New England Patriots. The Bengals will see him today in that loss to Las Vegas last week. 172 yards on the ground. Big, big game for Ramondre Stevenson. A.J. Brown, the wide receiver the Eagles have. They will need every bit of him tonight without Jalen Hurts. 25-20 win at Chicago. And in that game, A.J. Brown with 181 yards receiving. Uh, defensively, I think um, it's just incredible what uh, Rayshon Jenkins is doing with Jacksonville. He had 18 tackles last week in that win over Dallas. Nine solos, one interception, I'm sorry, two interceptions, one of which went for a pick six. That's who lit up the NFL last week. We also like to hand out each week on this show the uh, delivery of the game from last week's Bengals game. And it's brought to you by the show sponsor, RL Carriers, partner with a family owned LTL provider at RLC.com. So, I mean, there were a number of touchdown passes in this game that we could talk about. And we all know that Tampa ran out to a 17 to nothing lead, and then the Bengals began to chip away and obviously finally won the game 34 to 23. And uh, there was a touchdown pass to T. Higgins. There was a touchdown pass to Jamar Chase. There was a touchdown pass to Wilcox. But I, I'm going to go with what would appear on paper to be just your average run-of-the-mill touchdown catch. But it really wasn't. And that's the touchdown catch pulled off by Tyler Boyd. Third quarter, 240 mark. And this touchdown gave the Bengals a 20-17 to lead. They never lost the lead after that. And I'm, I'm giving it to Boyd simply because of this. If you'll recall, the week before, he broke his finger. So he's playing in that game with a broken finger. Now, if you go back and you watch the replay of that touchdown, as he is diving to the ground to catch it, he doesn't extend his fingers, which undoubtedly would have been some real discomfort and quite possibly might have resulted in a drop pass. He just kind of, he kind of feathers it into his, into his body. And as I watched that, and knowing that the guy was playing with a broken finger, I said, that's, you know, people, people are going to write off that touchdown simply because it, you know, it's, it's Burrow, it's Boyd, it's a touchdown, it's part of the big picture in the game. And yeah, okay, I get all of that. But the fact that the guy did it with a broken finger and had the wherewithal to know exactly how he had to catch that ball without it bouncing off his body incomplete. Tyler Boyd's three-yard pass from Joe Burrow, that is what I pick as the delivery of the game. All right, straight ahead, John Breach, son of a legend. He's up next. We're going to talk more about this game in New England today on this, the RNL Carriers pregame show, presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW. Cincinnati. Duke Energy is making some progress. This is the 10 o'clock report. I'm Sandy Collins. Breaking now, now less than a thousand customers without power. 
However, officials are saying that more power outages could come today. With gusty winds able to knock down tree limbs, so continue to prepare for possible power outage still this weekend. Make sure you have your phones fully charged. If you need a warming center, check your local YMCA. You don't have to be a member there. And of course, if you don't have enough food, you might want to get to the store to do that today. Down in Gallatin County, Kentucky, northbound 71 remains closed. Hundreds of people stuck in line. The standstill traffic in the hills down there with trucks unable to navigate the highway. Um, they are now turning people around from the back end turning them around going south on northbound 71 to get to exit 62 and then people can go from there uh, also there was a massive pile up on the ohio turnpike during the worst of the storm nine semi trucks 46 vehicles altogether four people were killed countless others injured uh, cars ended up on top of each other jammed against retaining walls and just completely unrecognizable in some cases governor mike dewine sending his condolences to those families now the latest traffic and weather together got a handful of problems now. Let's take a quick look at them. We have a crash reported on northbound 75 right around the five-mile marker. That's near the 74 uh, interchange. Looking at a crash reported on southbound uh, 71 as you're approaching Montgomery Road. Going to go up to the north now. There is a couple of problems up on 275. Uh, westbound 275 uh, just past Pleasant Run. And another one reported on Waze, uh, westbound 275, a minor crash just before you get to uh, Northgate. Finally, up by uh, 75 and 275, we have an incident also on 275 there as well. So it looks like that outer loop, which is... Uh, you know, less traveled and still has a lot of snow packed onto it is a little bit more of a problem. Finally, looking ahead, uh, way up on 75 near Monroe, an accident reported southbound just south of 63. Now, the latest forecast from the Advanced Industry Weather Center. Ever wonder what visiting the dentist without fear would feel like? Learn about the advanced industry difference at NoFearDentist.com. We're going to stay below zero with the wind chills. Today's high of 14 with clouds. Tonight, low near 6, back to 18 tomorrow for Christmas Day. Right now in Cincinnati, it's 3 degrees at News Radio 700 WLW. What's being called the once-in-a-generation storm causing travel chaos nationwide. ABC's Phil Lipoff has an update from New York. Flight cancellations soaring with weather alerts nationwide. Flights canceled all across the country, leaving travelers stranded just before Christmas. Buffalo, New York, residents getting nearly two feet of snow. The airport there had to shut down. All evening flights canceled. So what could you do? Many people had no other choice but to hit the road, and that proved dangerous, even deadly in some areas. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Now we're checking CVG. About 15 flights now uh, canceled in and out of Covington uh, that have been canceled today. Uh, a fire last night at Teakin Farm in Mount Healthy destroyed a home on Elizabeth Street. It was about midnight. The home at the nonprofit Volunteer Center's property was completely destroyed. Bengals update. Bengals and Patriots this afternoon. A little Christmas Eve matinee. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock right here. I'm Sandy Collins. Next update, 1030 News Radio 700 W. It's Sleep Outfitters Ultimate Winter Sale. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. It's football time. This is the RL Carriers pregame sports talk presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Pregame sports talk is brought to you by Skyline Chili. Feeling good? It's Skyline time. AE Door and Window Company. They sell the best and service the rest. Encore Technologies. Visit Encore.tech. Betfred Sportsbook. Official sportsbook of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mixco Plumbing. Don't go to the average Joe. Call Mixco. Your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Visit buyatoyota.com for all Toyota offers. Toyota, let's go places. And by RL Carriers. Partner with a family owned LTL provider at RLC.com. This is 700 WLW, the home of the best Bengals coverage. Ah, right, here we go. Andy Williams is checking in on this Christmas Eve. Come on, Andy. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Guy that got his start singing on this radio station. He's born in Iowa. The family moved to Cheviot. Um, went to Western Hills High School for a bit. I think he wound up finishing his high school out in Los Angeles and then just had a terrific, terrific career. Andy Williams died about 10 years ago. Uh, the song lives on. That's the most iconic Christmas song that he ever recorded. A little synergy here between 700 WLW and you know, Mr. Christmas here. Welcome back. It's the RNL Carriers pregame show. It's presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. It's the Bengals and the Patriots. And uh, looking at the forecast up there in Foxborough for this afternoon, it's going to peak out at about 21 degrees. Partly cloudy sky, so a lot nicer than what we have here in Cincinnati. He is the son of a legend. His dad is still the leading scorer in Cincinnati Bengals history. But John Breach not li does not live in his dad's shadow anymore. No, 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 no. He has crafted a name for himself as one of the best football writers in the country, and he writes for CBSSports.com. He's one of their national football writers, and he's standing by to weigh in on this Christmas Eve on today's game between the Bengals and the Patriots. And John Breach, Merry Christmas. How are you on this glorious Christmas? I am doing fantastic. It's Christmas Eve. It's game day. It's the best of every world right now. It's it's you know it's kind of wild that you know obviously Christmas is tomorrow, but it's kind of wild having all of these games on a Saturday, and then you wake up tomorrow and oh wait a minute, there's no football, but it's Christmas, so it's all good, right? Exactly. You know, the NFL is giving us three games, but uh, I don't think they're going to be very watchable. So we'll just you better enjoy Saturday because there's not going to be much after that. No, no. So um, you and I are visiting just before we went on the air about that final play in the Raiders uh, Patriots game last week. Uh, for the for the life of me, I can't believe that Belichick would allow something like that to happen without his blessing. There had to be. I mean, it, it, the, the, they didn't go freelance on that play, did they? 
It's just crazy because you would expect the New England Patriots, when you list off the teams most likely to lose in the most humiliating fashion possible, you would never even think New England would be on that list. It would be the Texans or Jacksonville or one of those also-ran teams that you expect dumb mistakes, not the Patriots. And it does feel like you know that's a simple play where Belichick just tells his players, Get down. That's it. You shouldn't be throwing the ball in the air. Clearly, he didn't do that, so that's partly on him. But I do think the players kind of said this week, Kobe Myers, uh, even Ramondre Stevenson, who had that first lateral, uh, just kind of said they just, hey, we're, we're trying to make a play, so we're going to throw it. To, did feel like they kind of went rogue. They, yeah. they freelance the play, and then they lose. And I'm sure uh, they got chewed out more than any player's ever been chewed out uh, over the course of this past week. Over and above that. Yeah, I watched that game, and um, the, the Patriots' offense is not good. They they can't score touchdowns. They get in the red zone. They had uh, four cracks at it. They couldn't score. Um, I'm just I'm just wondering as you look at the Patriots. I mean, you're helicoptering in. You're watching all 32 teams, but I don't see a lot of things going on there that excites me offensively. Do you? Yeah, when you have your starting quarterback, Mac Jones, uh, walking off the field after every possession and yelling at his offensive coordinator, the guy who's calling the plays, and that's Matt Patricia, that's a problem. You don't want your quarterback battling the guy calling plays every single week after every single possession. Those are things that needed to be ironed out in training camp or in week one or in week two because this is Matt Patricia's first year calling plays. You can't be dealing with these mistakes in week 15. It just feels like everybody on that that offense is frustrated with the offense and it's hard to seeing uh, any possible way for it to get better at least this season because Belichick has already said there's no way he's going to change anything on the coaching staff for now so uh, I don't think New England's going to be turning things around offensively over the final three weeks of the season yeah and I, I my my opinion is Mac Jones has got to show up here these next three weeks or there's going to be a lot of questioning particularly in the media in Boston which is unforgiving about whether or not this guy is as billed. He had a great rookie season. He's been hurt some this year. But I, I, I think the Heat may get turned up on him if there's not some sort of turnaround for him in these next three games. And I, I don't certainly don't think it's going to happen in this game today. I think the Heat's on this guy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Bill Belichick handles that or even how the ownership group feels about that at the end of the season because Matt Jones' camp is going to go to Robert Kraft and say, look, the only reason I was bad this year is because Matt Patricia has no idea what he's doing. That guy's a defensive coach. He never should have been calling offensive plays. Our offense was trash. It wasn't my fault. So get me a smart offense coordinator in here, and I'll look like I did during my rookie year. Uh, and, you know, obviously Belichick might come back and say, well, Mac, you didn't play great football. We're not going to put it all on Matt Patricia. But, yeah, he has got to turn things around. He's got to play better. But, you know, the Patriots starting today, they have the Bengals. Then they play the Dolphins. Then they play the Bills. So it's not going to be easy for him to turn things around over the final three weeks of the schedule like that. Let's talk about what they do well, and that's play defense. They've got 14 interceptions on the season as a team. They've got a ton of sacks, 48 sacks. This is a defense, and the guy that stands out immediately to me, obviously, is Matthew Judon. He's been around forever, but this is a defense that can bring it and can take the ball away, and if they're going to be competitive, if they're going to win today, they're going to win it with defense, aren't they? Yeah, 
absolutely. I mean, this is kind of not the Bengals' worst nightmare defensively, but this is a very disciplined defense, unlike the offense. And they've played very well, which is what you expect from a Belichick defense. And this is, uh, you know, we saw earlier in the season, if Joe Burrow's getting beat up, if he's getting hit a lot, if he's getting sacked, that makes the Bengals beatable. So they can't let Matthew Judon or Josh Uche back there sacking Burrow two or three times in this game, uh, or that could cause some trouble. And Judon, I think, has the second most sacks in the NFL this year. He's going to be tough to block. And, you know, once they start putting on that pressure, that's what leads to those interceptions, and that's why they've gotten so many picks this year. So that's definitely the matchup to watch, because if the Patriots have any success on defense, they can at least keep this game close no matter how uh, badly their offense might play. Hey, and let's not lose sight of this. New England is still alive for a playoff spot. I mean, they, they, they're they 7-7. Seven and seven. They want a tiebreak over the Jets based on head-to-head and win projection. This is a huge game for New England. They're, they're certainly not out of a wild-card situation. Yeah, and that's definitely one thing to keep in mind there is that New England's going to be desperate. They need this game more than the Bengals do. You know, the Bengals have a one-game cushion in the AFC North, and yes, they still want to get the one seed. That's not going to be uh, easy, but the Patriots, if they lose this game, they're probably out of the wild card race. They're not officially eliminated, but at 7-8, and eight, you're almost certainly not getting in, no matter what you do over the final two weeks of the season. So this is going to be a desperate team that knows uh, this. it's more or less a playoff game on, today for them. So uh, that's what the Bengals have to watch out for, is that you, you kind of have the wounded dog who just lost this improbable game to the Raiders, and now their backs are against the wall. And so I think Belichick is going to try and throw the kitchen sink at them today. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. The Bengals are terrific. You know that. They've been playing the best football, I think, in the NFL. I understand what's going on out in San Francisco, but you know, I, I, I look at Cincinnati. Uh, they've still got a game down the road with Buffalo. Uh, the Chiefs are going to have to win out, or you might get into a situation where the Bengals beat Buffalo, the Chiefs lose one of their remaining games, and all of a sudden Cincinnati's the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, the road is wide open for the Bengals, and just just because of that, over and above everything else, division, title, whatever it may be, that's a huge bone that's in front of them right now, and today is critical to get to that number one seed. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple for the Bengals. You just win out and you cross your fingers and hope the Chiefs lose one game. And so, you know, you look at Kansas City's schedule. They play the Seahawks today. That's not an easy win. The Seahawks have been really good this season. They're going to be desperate to keep stay alive in the NFC wildcard race. They play the Broncos uh, in Week 17, and that seems like an easy game, but uh, December 11th, Patrick Mahomes threw, I think, three interceptions against the Broncos, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs only won by six points. So that's not a gimme. And then They close the season with the Raiders, and hey, look, the Raiders might be battling for a a wild card spot. Who knows? So, and you know, I'm sure the Raiders would love to beat the Chiefs at the division rivalry. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs could absolutely slip up in one of these final three games. It's it really is fascinating the way this thing is playing out. John Breach, CBSSports.com, our guest. Is there a better wide receiving core in the NFL right now than what Cincinnati has with Boyd, with Higgins, and of course with Jamar Chase? Is there anybody else that even approaches that? I would say no. You know, when you get down to, if you're just looking at the top two, I feel like there are a couple teams that might say, you know, the, the Eagles have 
A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I would still take uh, T. Higgins and Tyler Bo- or T. Higgins and, and Jamar Chase, but I don't think it's close when you're talking about the top three. I mean, you put that top three against any other team in the NFL, and you ask any general manager around the league, they're going to take the Bengals trio. And with that trio's fully healthy, this offense feels impossible to stop, and that's kind of where we're getting right now. And like you said, there's – probably not any team that's hotter than the Bengals right now. And it's because they're getting healthy at the right time. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's not necessarily who you play, it's when you play them and what kind of health you're in, what kind of team that you're playing in its kind of health. And that's what's the beautiful thing about the NFL. John, I think one of the craziest things that people do, and I know why they do it because I fall victim to it myself, is when that schedule comes out in late April or early May, where you go through there and say, well, that's when that's when they're going to finish 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. But I, you know, I've come to the opinion, you tell me what kind of health you're going to have at the end of a season, and then I'll be happy to tell you in May exactly how the team is going to do. That's, that's the, that seems to be among the upper echelon of NFL teams. That seems to be the tipping point for all of this, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see teams that might lose their quarterback. You know, the Cowboys left Dak Prescott for a few weeks, Kyler Murray uh, being out for the season now. And if you deal with any serious injuries, that is quickly going to crush any hopes you had for a successful season. And obviously, I mean, Bengals fans experienced that firsthand with Joe Burrow a couple years ago. But right now, last year, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The run of the Super Bowl this year, this team has done a remarkably good job of staying healthy for the most part. You know, we've seen the injury to Jamar Chase. The, the Bengals made it through it successfully. Uh, you know, we saw Trey Hendrickson getting banged up. He's supposed to play today. Yeah. So they've done a really good job of, of uh, with the players staying healthy. And there's a, a luck element to that. But, uh, you know, if you're healthy at the right time, then you're obviously a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. John Breach, CBSSports.com. Stay well, my friend. Merry Christmas, and uh, hopefully we see you up here real soon. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for having me, Ken. Yeah, he's guy, I, I just like the way he writes. I like that website. It's uh, it's really well run. It really is. Of course, my buddy is uh, Ben Kirchival, who runs the college football side of things. We'll we'll check in with Ben next week as we get closer to the uh, college football semifinals. They're almost here, but of immediate concern to us, Bengals and Patriots. And uh, you'll hear both of those games on both of these radio stations. Well, not one one game, both radio stations, I guess. Uh, it's the Hard Elk Carriers pregame show. It's presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. Anthony Munoz here, your number. Never a bad time for a little guard. That's what I'm screaming. I've never said you who in my life. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. That's what it's all about. You know, it's colder than a witch's you-know-what out there, but nevertheless, it's Christmas Eve. Cloudy, cold, high of 17 today. Cloudy and frigid tonight, low of 7. 
And uh, then tomorrow, partly cloudy and continued cold with a high of 22. 22 is going to feel like 90 by the time we get there tomorrow. Thursday, they're saying 53 for the high. And Friday, 58 with some rain. So uh, there you go. We have survived the storm so far. Six above zero is what our current temperature is. Looking for a high of 17 today. But as I like to say, whatever high you're looking for, you go right out and grab it. Six degrees at the Tri-State Severe Weather Station News Radio 700 WLW. Look, I'm, I'm counting these games up. One, two, three, four, five, six. At least six games and uh, maybe seven, but at least six where weather is going to be a problem today. And by that I mean wind and cold. Uh, they're saying 37 below for a wind chill in Cleveland. 37 below. So the total in that game between the Browns and the Saints is now 32 and a half. In Chicago, big wind chill up there. Buffalo, Chicago, high-scoring Buffalo. Total in that game is 39 and a half. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee looks awful right now. They're saying wind chill minus four. Total in that game between Houston and Tennessee, 34 and a half. And in Kansas City, which is starting to come out of this a little bit, uh, Kansas City plays Seattle today. Uh, they're saying wind chill minus 12. Total for a Kansas City game is really, really high. Uh, really low, I'm sorry, 50 and a half. And finally in Baltimore, where they've got a little bit of what we've got going on out there. You got the uh, Ravens and the Falcons. Total in that game is 34 and a half. So, I mean, if you're, if you're an over-under person... Um, some of those are tantalizingly low. We'll see. Lee Sterling standing by. He will handicap five games he is convinced are winners today. It's all next. It's the RNL Carriers pregame show presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW. Cincinnati. Asking you to do what you can. This is the 1030 Report. I'm Sandy Collins. Breaking now, Duke Energy is asking all of its 880,000 customers to conserve energy this weekend. Power supplies are tight, they say, and the energy provider says you can help by lowering your thermostat, the temperature on your water heater, wait until Monday or after to do laundry or use the dishwasher, and they say unplug any appliance that's not actually being used, like even your phone chargers, because they use energy when they're not charging phones. The National Weather Service says dangerously cold temperatures will continue for the eastern two-thirds of the country. Blizzard warnings, whiteout conditions near the Great Lakes, and hard freeze warnings have been posted as far south as northern Florida. Traffic and weather together, some minor crashes right now. One is reported northbound 75, approaching the I-74 interchange. It is slow from Hopple all the way up to Mitchell. Crash on southbound 71, just past Montgomery Road. A crash on 75 northbound, just north of 129. Uh, a little farther north, it's a southbound 75, south of Monroe. And then uh, as you're heading towards Dayton, northbound 75 at Franklin, uh, there is a crash there. All of these are pretty minor, but you will expect delays. Now the latest forecast from the Train Heating and Cooling Weather Center on News Radio 700 WLW. We've got a cloudy weekend for Christmas Eve, a high of 14, tonight's low of 6. 
and sunny tomorrow, high of 18. Right now in Cincinnati, we're at 4 degrees above zero with cloudy skies. The Kentucky Transportation Cabinet and Kentucky State Police are slowly clearing northbound 71 in Gallatin County. They are backing up the traffic and allowing cars to turn around and go southbound on the northbound side of 71. Cars there for pushing 20 hours in some cases. Uh, they're going to take you back to exit 62 so that you can get on your way if you're in that uh, backup. And they do say if you have a medical emergency or if you're running out of gas, you can call 911, give them your make and model of the car, and they'll try to get to help you. The National Guard is helping out. Here in Cincinnati, Metro has extended its free uh, service for fares all the way through 6 o'clock for tonight. And if you're expecting a package this weekend, well, it may not come. This once-in-a-generation storm stranding hundreds of travelers at airports and also causing shipping delays. Many of these carriers say it could be days before everything is back to normal after all these cancellations and delays. FedEx, UPS, USPS, Amazon all say there could be delays in shipping leading up to the holiday because of this storm. And finally, the Bengals take on the Patriots today at 1 o'clock. Temperature will be there a little warmer than here, close to 20 degrees this afternoon. I'm Sandy Collins. Our next update at 11 on News Radio 700 WLW. 700 WLW Cincinnati. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. 700 WLW, an iHeartRadio station. Lance McAllister here with a different kind of message from Brandstetter's Kangaroof. Dwayne Brandstetter and the guys at Kangaroof have a friend in need. Dan Becker's 53-year... I'm going to play you my favorite Christmas song. Just because it's my show and I get to do whatever I want. This is Dino. It's a marshmallow world in the wind. I like this song because Dino always sounds like he doesn't care what he's saying or how he's saying it. And I think that was the key to his success, you know? I mean, he'd go on his TV show, everybody thought he was drunk. And he wasn't because he didn't drink. I mean, it was an act. He drank milk and Coca-Cola. I mean, the other guys that he ran around with, you know, Sinatra and Sammy and all those guys, they drank. He didn't drink. But he always came off that way. and Like, he didn't care, and he didn't rehearse anything. He didn't rehearse his TV show. He just... Like, he, he had a huge TV show back in the late 60s, right? A variety show. He didn't rehearse it. He would play golf, and they would tell him what songs he had to sing during the show that he was going to tape. And he would, so he'd go out and he'd play golf, and he would sing the songs on the golf course and practice that way. He'd put on a tuxedo, go out on the stage, and just wing it. I mean, he was really an amazing talent. And if I'm not mistaken... Uh, he died on Christmas Day back in 1995-96, which is terribly ironic because he was so, so, uh, you know, synonymous with Christmas, part of the Rat Pack. Anyway, this is my favorite song, and I don't I'll make any bones about it. Welcome back. It's the Arnell Carriers pregame show on this Christmas Eve, presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. Coming up at the top of the hour, Ian Harditz, the heart, the mind, the soul, and the brains of ProFootballFocus.com, the man who makes ProFootballFocus.com go. He'll join us to help us break down this game today between the Bengals and the Patriots. But as we do... Every single Sunday during football season, we welcome in from ParamountSports.com our handicapper extraordinaire, 
Lee Sterling. Lee, how are you on this glorious game day? I'm good. Cold everywhere. I mean, <laughs> I'm in New York City. It's cold here. I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it just, I mean, there's an Arctic blast. I mean, there's some games where it's going to be single digits, below zero. Uh, also, how about this? Seven of the games uh, that are going on uh, throughout the weekend, uh, minus, I mean, 40, below 40 as far as total. So we've never wow. seen. Uh, this since 2011, the last weekend of wow. 2011. I think it's a combination of the weather mm-hmm. and backup quarterbacks everywhere. So, I mean, we saw that game <laughs> Thursday night. I mean, that was a snoozer. Mm. I mean, look, the Jets have got some real problems. <laughs> uh, I mean, what do, you, what do you do with a quarterback that you're on the hook for for two more years? Well, the only worst situation is Denver that's got four more years with Russell Wilson. Right. I thought Al Michaels was going to just fall asleep in the middle of that game. It was hilarious. It was like he lost interest yeah. in the second quarter. It, uh, but you're right. I mean, and today, you know, the wind is going to be uh, huge in a lot of these games. Let's take uh, the five and nine Falcons at the nine uh, yeah. at the nine and five Raider, Ravens. Ravens are going are given about six and a half in this game. And you talk about backup quarterbacks, no Lamar. Tyler Hundley is questionable, and Atlanta's going with Desmond Ritter, the former University of Cincinnati quarterback. I would guess this is one of those games you're talking about with low yep. total, huh? Yep, below 40 and a lot of running. I mean, <laughs> two of the top three running attacks. Both teams do that well. Can't throw the ball. I mean, you talk about a bad passing attack. Look at Baltimore. <laughs> Their receivers, Entire receiving core, only six touchdown catches mm. the entire season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with those two quarterbacks, it looks like might be rotating for Baltimore. How do you lay six and a half points? Atlanta's still alive. They're five and nine. Yeah. They went out. They got a chance to, to win the weakened NFC South division here. I'll take the points here. I think Baltimore might win 16-13 on three Justin Tucker field goals and maybe a defensive score. So let's go with... Uh, Atlanta plus the six and a half. Take the points. Go with the Falcons and Desmond Ritter. Uh, A four o'clock kick has got the Eagles at the Cowboys. Cowboys are giving four and a half here. Dallas three back of Philly with three to go. Dallas is seven and one at home, but Philly's seven and oh on the road. Ah, but they don't have their starting quarterback. This could be a mitigating factor. A big factor. Uh, What we've seen in the NFL is, you know, because of cap purposes, you can't pay 10, 15 million dollars to keep a backup quarterback. So, I mean, I don't know what Philadelphia is going to do unless they have a stellar game by their defense and get some turnovers, which is not totally out of the question. I, I just think right now this Dallas team, they've got a lot of weapons on offense. They're dangerous here. Uh, I think they were caught looking ahead when they played Jacksonville last week. Sometimes you got to lay it, even if you want to play it here. I think Dallas wants to move up uh, and, you know, get to a better wild card, host a wild card game and, and face an easier opponent. So, We'll take Dallas here. I think they win and cover 30 to 14. 30-14, Cowboys and cover. Uh, Christmas yep. Day. Uh, now, uh, you know, your home's in Miami. You you see the Dolphins. Sure. hear about the Dolphins a lot. They got the 6-8 and eight Packers down there. Uh, they're given 3.5, the Dolphins are. Green Bay's still alive. I mean, as crazy as that sounds, they're a game and a half back of that seventh and final playoff spot. But the Dolphins, right? I mean, Lee, they got this game, then they're at the Patriots, and they're home against the Jets. Uh, that's kind of forgiving. This looks like what they could might be able to rip off a little string here, right? I agree. I think they're going to win two out of three, maybe even all three. I mean, the NFL gave them a tough schedule. They had to go to the 49ers, stay on the West Coast, then face the Chargers, who probably played the best game of the season for them. And then on a short week, had to go play in Buffalo in horrific conditions. 
they played well in that Buffalo game. Maybe in a loss, one of the best, you know, uh, performances by a team in the NFL that scored 29 points in those conditions. I mean, there was, you know, we talked about some horrible officiating calls and pass interference uh, should have been called in the Washington Giants game. Also, the Jets in Detroit game last week. Well, there was an official. I just looked at uh, during the week some of the cut-ups of, of the tapes. In the Buffalo-Miami game, the last drive that gave Buffalo the field goal on the 21-yard pass interference, mm-hmm. the official is throwing the flag before there's even contact. So, um, I mean, they got to do something about that. But I think Miami is going to pose some real problems here to Green Bay. They have not faced an offense like Miami with Hill and Waddle. They're getting healthier on defense here. I like Miami 30 to 20. 30 20 Dolphins. Dolphins would go to 9 and 6 at that point. We got a pretty good Monday night game here. We got the 8 and 6 Chargers at the 4 9 and 1 Colts. Colts are getting 4.5 at home. Look, Indianapolis is horrible. Um, I think they're the second worst scoring offense in the AFC. The Chargers, it's interestingly, I mean, they're the sixth seed now, but Jacksonville mm-hmm. is surging. And even yeah. Tennessee is in trouble, I think, at this point. This is a huge game for the Chargers. They've got to go on the win, road and win this game, I think. And I think they're going to do it easy. I mean, just Saturday, that magic is gone. Uh, they gave up 33 points in the fourth quarter a couple of weeks ago to Dallas. Then uh, last week, a 33 to nothing lead, the worst uh, performance by a team, biggest lead ever surrendered in NFL history. They're one and seven straight up, three and five against the spread the last eight games. Uh, we know that Jonathan Taylor's done for the season here. They haven't had a quarterback all season. And now Justin Herbert playing his best ball. Well, all of a sudden, yeah. his receivers have come back from from the, from the being injured. And even their special teams, they've had kicking problems for like four or five years. Their kickers this year, 26 or 28 on field goals, and they've made all 32 extra points. I like the Chargers, 27-16. 27-16, Chargers, and don't worry about the points. Well, listen, hey, this is a big week, I would think, for Paramount Sports. We're coming up on the fi- semifinals, college football yep. playoffs, a lot of bowl games left, and the NFL still has a couple of weeks to go before the playoffs begin. So you're going to be a busy, busy man. We are, and I and I, I know there's a lot of people watching games. They want to watch them. They want to bet them. So I, I developed something that we've never done before, a 10-day all-three-sport access pass. So normally... On Sundays or Saturdays, five games, fifty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. You can get ten days, everything in football, all the college bowls, all the NFL. You're going to get my basketball having a huge season, mm-hmm. hockey having a record season, all three sports, not three ninety-seven, not two ninety-seven, ninety-seven dollars. Wow. That's right. We'll text you the plays. Weekends you'll get them by eleven thirty a.m. Eastern. Weekdays when it's just night games, will be out by two o'clock. So you want to hop on board, go to ParamountSports.com. Like I said, all three sports, access pass, 10 days, just $97, ParamountSports.com. And you know what happens here, Lee, a week from Monday, legalized gambling in Ohio begins. How about that? that. Right. <laughs> no, no more driving over the border to Indiana and sitting in the parking lot of a fireworks store to try and lay some bets. You can do it from your own yeah. couch now. All right. So hey, it happens here in New York. Here and does it really? Uh, my oh, it used to be. So now New York and New Jersey are both yeah. legal. But at the time, it used to be New Jersey. Yeah. So people used to go from New York, go across the bridge, <laughs> make a U-turn, 
sit in the parking lot, place your bets, and head on back. <laughs> back home, yeah. I know. I know. Well, we got the, the Bengals have already clinched a playoff spot. I, you know, that, the drama ended with the Jets losing on Thursday night. Here they are at the Patriots. Patriots are getting three at home. Now, the Patriots, you know, again, a team that's not dead, but they can't score. If they're going to win this game today, they're going to win it with defense. The Patriots' defense is very, very good. It is, and, and Matthew Judon might be one of the top three defensive players in the NFL right now. I mean, he gets after the quarterback, and, and that's, you know, Cincinnati's weakness. You know, uh, their offensive line is still not up to standards, I think, winning the Super Bowl. So uh, they got to stay healthy. they got to have a big game here. Also, Josh Uche, the other outside linebacker, is starting to really come on. Uh, he's in his second year. He's really starting to play well. These guys put some pressure on you. Even their defensive tackles are getting in the act right now. So yeah. this game is just weird. I'm, I, I, this line should be like four, four and a half, five points. But I think they're begging you to play Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's going to win the game 24-23. But it's going to be one of these days where the winning team doesn't cover. I'm going to take the three points here. I, I think it's going to just be a, a backdoor cover or like a missed two-point conversion or a missed yeah. extra point by New England. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. Belichick's not going to get blown out after what happened last week. No way. No. Uh, uh, tight game in New England, he said. Lee, uh, Merry Christmas. We'll visit next week. Thank you so much, and safe travels back home. Okay, yeah. thanks, Ken. Take care. You bet. And uh, let, let, let's wrap it up again, what he said. Falcons-Ravens, he thinks the Ravens win, but take the Falcons and the six-and-a-half points. Cowboys-Eagles he thinks the Cowboys win straight up 30-14. to 14. The line on this game is Cowboys minus 4.5. Christmas Day games. He has the Packers and Dolphins. Dolphins have to lay 3.5 in this. He said, don't worry about it. Dolphins win and cover. They go to 9-6. and six. Chargers on Monday Night Football at the Colts. Chargers go to 9-6, and six, he says. And they win at 27-16. Uh, the Colts are getting 4.5. No problem there. Bengals and Patriots. He says, take the Patriots and the three, but Bengals win the game. I think it's going to be a tight game. So there you go. We'll see how we did next week and a full round of picks coming up next week. By the way, all of those lines, courtesy of DraftKings.com. It is coming up on 10.50, 10.50 already. It is the RNL Carriers pregame show presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. Hi, I'm professional kicker, Evan Money Mac McPherson. Make the fearless choice for home. Now, see, here's a Christmas standard, right? You've heard this many times. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. This guy is Bobby Helms. Bobby Helms had, uh, this came out, I think, in 57. Uh, he didn't write it, but he certainly did sing it better than anybody else. Bobby Helms was from right up the road. He uh, grew up just outside of Indianapolis. Been gone forever. He's been gone for about 25 years now. But uh, he had this, and he had my special angel. And I mean, any, 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 any station that plays Christmas music plays this song. They do. Anyway, a little. I mean, again, keeping everything close to Cincinnati, right? All right. No country feel to it. Absolutely. Welcome back. RNL Carriers pregame show presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. I'm Ken Brew. Um, let's uh, let's go through a couple of things here. First off, let's look at the injury report because I, I it is not a um, uh, 
It is not a good picture for New England, a team that has to win this game today, I think, to continue on and have any shot at making the playoffs. Uh, first off, they had to go out and sign a long snapper this week. We know how that uh, we know how that has played out here in Cincinnati and the problems of such. They Cincinnati did very well in uh, signing its long snapper. Uh, we'll see how well the uh, Patriots do. Their 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 guy Joe Cardona came up with an ankle injury, and so off the practice squad, they have signed Tucker Addington. So Tucker Addington will be the long snapper today. Um, we'll see how well that works out. Jalen Mills, starting cornerback, is out with a groin injury. And one of their starting wide receivers, Devontae Parker, is out with a concussion. Questionable. Um, questionable used to mean 50-50 that the player plays. That's back in the day when they had a probable status for players. Well, that went away. So questionable anymore usually means the player plays. But there are some notable names on this this questionable status. Jacoby Myers is on it. He's the other starting wide receiver. And running back uh, Ramondre Stevenson is on this as well. Now, according to the NFL Network, both will play today. Cornerback Jonathan Jones also on this injury report. He has uh, been dealing with a chest problem. And I guess the guy that would be their third wide receiver, maybe their fourth wide receiver, Tyquan Thornton. Dealing with a knee issue listed as questionable today as well. The Bengals will not have Sam Hubbard today. Out with a calf injury he suffered last week. They will not have Hayden Hurst out with a calf injury he suffered a couple of weeks ago. They are both out. Questionable. Cornerback Jalen Davis, cornerback Cam Taylor-Britt. So there you have the injury report, and it is infinitely worse, I think, for the Patriots than it is for the Bengals. We do a thing called the Spotlight Player, and uh, it's brought to you by the Furniture Fair, folks. Get the guaranteed low price or it's free at Furniture Fair. So this is a cop-out. I'll tell you that straight up. I'm, I'm not going to do one player because I think it's more situational here than it is just, hey, watch this guy. He should have a big game today. If, if, if the Patriots are going to be competitive in this game, if they're going to win this game, they're going to win it with defense. This is a, this is a team that sacks the quarterback. They've got 48 sacks. This is a team that takes the football away. This is a team that has a lot of high-impact players on defense, starting with Matthew Judon. And best I can tell from reading and watching and things like that, a lot of what they do defensively spins off what Matthew Judon does. Look, they've got other good players. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Uche is a good player. Uh, uh, Lawrence Guy Sr., very good player. Uh, their secondary, as we mentioned, is banged up, and so this this is this is again this is a cop out because it's several players here. You've got to see where Judon is. You've got to identify that, and whether that is Burrow or whether it is Todd uh, Ted Karras, who played for the the Patriots several years ago, or whether it's Mixon or P Ryan or whomever, they've got to see where he is all the time. And we'll see if New England is as aggressive on defense as it normally is with their secondary as banged up as it is. Maybe not. And that, too, could be suicidal because if you don't blitz Bur uh, Burrow and, uh, you know, Burrow has plenty of time, uh, that's death by a thousand paper cuts. If you do blitz him and he gets outside the pocket, that's instantaneous death. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, with Joe Burrow. So it's kind of, it's a tricky thing, but I don't think it's a, it's not anything that should be out of the realm of being able to pull off. It's where's Judon? Who has, who has to identify where he is? And then how does the rest of that defense spin off what, what Judon does? I, I told you up front it was a cop-out. I wasn't going to say, yeah, this guy's got to have a great game. Because I think, I think it's defense for New England, even though Ramondre Stevenson ran wild on the Raiders last week. Uh, coming up in just a bit, Ian Harditz, ProFootballFocus.com. The heart, the mind, the soul and the brains of that outfit. He'll help us break down this game a little bit more. On this, the RL Carriers pregame show. It's presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. With the pregame report. I'm Sandy Collins. Breaking now at the largest mall in America, the scene of a deadly shooting while holiday shoppers scramble. In Bloomington, police say a verbal altercation took place inside the mall's Nordstrom when someone pulled out a gun and started shooting. Shoppers ran for cover. We had a really good night, um, and then we saw some people running towards us. Store owners knew what to do. Sadly, they've been through this before, so they're like, just come in, we'll lock the doors. Bloomington Police Chief Booker Hodges. Video shows them getting into some type of verbal fight and fists started to fly, and then one person decided to pull out a gun and shoot somebody. The mall said in October it was testing a weapons detection system at one of its entrances. Todd Ant, ABC News. The authorities also said they have not found the shooter. I'm looking. Latest traffic and weather together. It looks like we're getting some uh, crashes now as more people are hitting the roadways. 275 at the top of the loop there near Sharonville and Forest Park. We have three minor crashes reported at that location. A little farther north on 75, there is a problem uh, just to the north of the 275 loop. Uh, another crash reported northbound 75 at the five-mile marker. That's just around the bend from 74. A crash reported coming southbound on 71 at Montgomery Road. Uh, looks like it might have been uh, when you were merging from Montgomery onto southbound 71. If you see a problem or you want to update us, our number is 421 News. Now, the latest forecast from the Advanced Industry Weather Center. Ever wonder what visiting the dentist without fear would feel like? Learn about the advanced industry difference at NoFearDentist.com. Mostly cloudy, blowing snow, high 14. Windy tonight, low 6. Partly cloudy Sunday, high 18. More snow Monday. From your severe weather station, I'm 9 First Warning Forecaster Raven Richard, News Radio 700 WLW. Up to 5 degrees here in Cincinnati with Partly sunny weather. 
Right now, Duke Energy has less than 700 customers without power, and Duke is asking all of their customers, some 880,000, to conserve energy this weekend, electricity, that is. Uh, unplug anything that you're not using. They ask you to turn down the uh, temperature of your water heater, put off doing laundry and dishwashing until next week if you can, lower your thermostat if it's possible. Uh, power supplies, they say, are tight this weekend. Cincinnati's saying goodbye to a renowned French chef, Jean-Robert de Cavell. He died Friday after a five-year battle with a rare cancer. He was 61. There was a fire this morning in Butler County on Wayne's Trace Road. Officials say that the people and all their pets uh, got out safely. They're investigating the cause. It started about 3.30 this morning. Mega Millions jackpot is now past the half-billion-dollar mark. Nobody picked all six numbers last night. That means Tuesday it'll be worth 565 million dollars and as for tonight's powerball that's worth a measly 186 million dollars i'm sandy collins on news radio 700 wlw you've created a cozy home this is the Arundel Carriers pregame sports talk presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Pregame sports talk is brought to you by Skyline Chili. Feeling good? It's Skyline time. AE Door and Window Company. They sell the best and service the rest. Encore Technologies. Visit Encore.tech. Betfred Sportsbook. Official sportsbook of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mixco Plumbing. Don't go to the average Joe. Call Mixco. Your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Visit buyatoyota.com for all Toyota offers. Toyota, let's go places. And by RL Carriers. Partner with a family owned LTL provider at RLC.com. This is 700 WLW, the home of the best Bengals coverage. 700 WLW. ESPN 1530. Welcome back to the RL Carriers pregame show. It's my good buddy. This is Billy Rock, his Christmas song this year. If you haven't seen this guy in concert, you need to run and go see him. He's one of the best artists anywhere. I'm not talking about in Cincinnati. I'm talking about anywhere. Each year he releases a new Christmas song, and this is this is this year's Christmas song from his band. Billy McCarthy is a great alum of the Ohio University, and um, if you see that he's playing somewhere at one of these venues around town, you just go and just listen, and you can thank me later. Members of the fun we used to have Tears we shared for all we had Going home for Christmas It's just about two hours before kickoff. And the opening kickoff is brought to you by AE Door and Window Company. They sell the best and they service the rest. And our thanks to Bill and Adam Weber for their continued support of the Bengals all these many years. You know, it isn't often you get greatness to spend a little time with you. It isn't often you get someone who understands how to put that greatness, that knowledge, into simple terms that simple people like me and maybe you or maybe everybody understands. 
but we have that now because we are tapping into greatness, the heart, the mind, and the soul of ProFootballFocus.com. He is Ian Harditz, the man who makes that operation go. And he's standing by to weigh in on today's game and a various amount of other things that he's been writing about this week on PFF.com. Ian Harditz, how are you on this glorious day? Great day to be great, Ken. Appreciate you having me on. Best hype man in the game. I don't know if you're a big fan of uh, WWE professional wrestling, but you got some Paul Heyman in you, man. If, uh, if I ever happen to make the big show, you could be my mic man. Well, see, that's it. I'm thinking, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Mean Gene left this earth here a couple of years ago, and I'm not sure anybody <laughs> has successfully replaced him as that. But nevertheless, I've been, you know, I read uh, Pro Football Focus religiously. I'm there every day, wake up in the morning, first place I go to. I don't need a whole lot of analytics to tell me that Mac Jones is not having a good year. I mean, I mean, the completion percentage is there. But he's got seven touchdowns, eight interceptions. His quarterback rating is just barely just barely 83. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this guy, and I'm saying to myself, if I'm Bill Belichick, if I don't see something tangible from Mac Jones here in the next uh, three weeks, I might have to reconsider who my quarterback is, even though Jones had a terrific rookie season. Now, I know he was hurt this year. I get that. I just don't see the, the intangibles with this guy. Leadership, I, I don't see execution at critical times. They bog down in the red zone. Hell, they don't get to the red zone all that much anyway. I'm just, is, is this guy, should he be under the microscope here in the next few weeks? Well, I think the problem with Mac Jones is he just needs to be perfect with the way his skill set is kind of working out. I mean, Belichick said after the game last week that they didn't attempt to Hail Mary on the last play because if their quarterback can't throw the ball that far. And they were only at about the 50-yard line in that situation. Obviously, Mac Jones, anyone that's watched him knows the guy is not going to be out there running the football all that much. He only has 97 rushing yards in 11 games this entire season. So when you have a pretty stationary quarterback who can't really stretch the field, all of a sudden you're not working, you know, with all freaking, you know, every single square foot of the field, like someone that Josh Allen or Justin Fields with the mobility, with the big arm strength, are able to press on defense. And so even before, you know, Josh Allen became the complete world beater that we started seeing once he really linked up with Stefan Diggs in 2020 and just, you know, third year on improved in his own right. Even before that, though, we saw him getting defenses a lot of problems just because of all the different ways that he managed to impact it. So, look, with Mac, we saw him be really, really good as a rookie. So I don't want to completely, you know, forget about that. And let's face it, you look at this Patriots offense, already not exactly the best group of wide receivers that we would, you know, rank in the world and then to have some injuries happen. He hasn't exactly had, a, you know, I think the greatest game plan going from Matt Patricia throughout this year. But I think there's a reason why he went 15th in that draft last year. Mm -hmm. When you just look at his raw tools and you know raw tools and what he can really force a defense to defend, it's not quite up there with some of the other guys that we see going the top five. Yeah, I, and, and this this could or could not be a problem today. I I don't think wind is going to be as much of a factor in New England. It looks like that storm may scoot north of them. But if it is a factor with his admitted challenged arm strength, that could be a real mitigating factor in this game today. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be the best weather there. But if you do look across the uh, country, some of these other games, 
not the worst. So at least it's not going to be one of these, you know, five or negative 10 degree feels like temperatures out there. We'll see about that when typically we only start to see real meaningful, you know, decreases in an offense's ability to throw the football when those wind speeds are pushing 20 plus miles per hour. But I think this week we're looking more at 10 to 15. So it's funny, you know, in, in business, they say like, oh, you should get a law degree. You're talking to lawyers all the time. Fantasy football, feel like I need to go back to school for some meteorologist <laughs> content because we get one or two of these weeks every single year where all of a sudden we're, you know, putting our weather hats on, checking the wind, checking the precipitation. Oh, man, just to play a game with a ball that's not even around. Ian Hart, it's the heart, the mind, the soul of ProFootballFocus.com, our guest here on 700 WLW. Look, I, 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 like I said, I read, I read uh, PFF, you know, d- diligently. You had a story, and I want to say it was Monday, uh, and the headline is the Patriots um, were literally just throwing the game away last week against the Raiders, and it had nothing to do with that, that ill-fated, just really poor judgment play at the end. Uh, the fact of the matter is they failed to convert, as you point out, one of their five reasonable touchdown opportunities on first-half drives, and uh, they they just basically get three points out of those five drives. They convert any one of those five drives to a touchdown. You're not even talking about the last play of the game, are we? No, and the one thing also being missed in the last play of that game real quick is, okay, didn't trust the quarterback throw the ball in the end zone. Clearly, this wasn't some kind of design play meant to go score a touchdown. I mean, it wasn't one of the lateral hook and ladder, you know, type setups or anything like that. So why run the draw in the first place? Because as much as it was a boneheaded move by Jacoby and Devontae Stevenson, I mean, they're out there in the middle of the play trying to score a touchdown. So I'm not exactly sure what Jacoby thought was going to happen by chucking it back in the middle of the field to Mac Jones and everything. But I think uh, maybe a little more finger pointing could be just at the coaching staff for taking that risk in the first place. I mean, yes, that's the way it turned out, but what if they just run a draw and, you know, Stevenson gets stripped at the line of scrimmage and then it's a scoop and score. I mean, it should, yeah, I agree. It shouldn't have been uh, a boneheaded play by Jacoby, but he probably shouldn't have been put in that position in the first place, but I appreciate you checking out the uh, fantasy fallout column. I go through and watch every single game, you know, between Sunday and Monday and just try to note some of the stuff that you might've missed in the box score if you weren't able to actually watch it. And that sequence for the uh, Patriots, my goodness, man, it was actually five straight plays on the same drive where Jacoby Myers draws a defensive pass interference penalty on the two-yard line. Then Ramondre Stevenson gets stuffed at the one. Then Mac Jones misses a wide open John Smith. Then he throws a touchdown to Kobe Myers, but the play didn't count because there's a timeout before the snap. <laughs> and then finally, Jones on fourth down scores on the QBC, but not so fast. John Smith never lined up right. Maybe as revenge for getting missed as an open touchdown, potentially two plays before, and that one gets taken off the board. So, again, just repeatedly shooting themselves in the foot. And it just really had no business winning that game because then you look at the play where the Raiders ended up actually tying things uh, down the stretch. And I don't know what it takes to have a catch, man, but it sure looked like human Cole's foot was out of bounds. Yeah. I've seen a heck of a lot closer once called out. Not sure what they were thinking there. Yeah, that's a national televised game. That probably gets reversed, doesn't it? You would like to think I mean, they got more camera angles. So, I mean, it's just, um, okay. So we talked about Mac Jones, uh, Ramondre Stevenson is, I think is, a, is, an, is an okay running back, decent running back. He's, he, you know, for what it's worth, thousand yard seasons are not worth as much as they were years ago, but he's going to go over a thousand yards, may even do that in today's game. Um, we'll see what their health is like at wide receiver. I just don't think New England can score enough points to keep up with Cincinnati in this game. Whether weather aside, I, I, I just I don't see that. And because of that, I think Cincinnati wins this game. What about you? 
I'm with you. I'm mean, when Joe Burrow and this passing game are fully healthy and just clicking the way that they have been for honestly the better part of the last two months. And it's even more impressive considering how much of that stretch Jamar Chase hasn't even been active. I mean, even again, a baddish performance by them. You look at last week against the Buccaneers, that really slow start. I know their defense helped them out with, you know, those cost and short fields in the second half, but this is an offense that can score in such a hurry and attack you from so many angles, you know, just, I think, running back overall skill, I'd probably take Mixon and Piran over the group they have in New England. I don't think the wide receiver rooms are even close in the way this Cincinnati offensive line has started to gel after, you know, an admittedly pretty tough first month of the season. I just think the offense disparity is way too big for the Patriots to overcome here. So I'm with you. I got the Bengals. And look at this, man. Potential for seven straight wins. They are absolutely on fire in the right time of the year. Absolutely. If there was a Ph.D. awarded for football analytics, it would be awarded first to Ian Harditz. Ian, stay well, Merry Christmas, and we will visit down the road. Merry Christmas to you. You too, Ken. Happy Week 16. Yeah, you too. The heart, the mind, the soul, and the brains of ProFootballFocus.com. Inching closer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus to the greatness of Wayne Box Miller, that man about town, and countdown to kickoff. That comes up at 11.30 straight up. We continue with the Arnell Carriers pregame show presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Next on 700 WLW and ESPN 1530. Hi, everybody. This is Boomer Esiason. If it's orange and black, it's on the home of the best Bengals coverage right here. 700 WLW. There are over 350 BMW centers, but there's only one LW. How about some Chuck? Light of all the rangers, you know you're the mastermind. Nobody destroyed a guitar like Chuck Berry. Run, run, Rudolph. Randolph ain't too far behind. Chuck Berry's been gone about five and a half years. Run, run, Played until Santa really a couple of weeks before his death. He died at the age of 90. And up until maybe a year before he died, he once a month appeared at this this diner cafe that he had in St. Louis. I don't know if it's still there or not, but um, yeah, he owned it and he played there. Once a month, you'd go in and listen to one of the greatest guitarists in the history of the world. Hone his crap right in front of you. Run, run, Rudolph, now. Let's check out the weather conditions for today's game up in Foxborough, Massachusetts. It's brought to you by Nixco Plumbing. Don't go to the average Joe. All you got to do is call Nixco. Well, um, partly cloudy, and uh, by our standards here in Cincinnati the last couple of days, not bad at all. Shooting for a high of 21. By uh, 4 p.m., they say it will be 23. So actually, the uh, the high is 23. That's that's not bad at all. Wind may play a a factor. They're saying about 11 miles per hour. Of course, gusts may be more than that. We'll see. But uh, that's not bad at all for uh, Foxborough, Massachusetts, at this time of the year. As for us, cloudy and cold. We're looking for a high of 17 today.
Uh, clear and frigid tonight with a low of 7. And then uh, tomorrow, Christmas Day, partly cloudy, continued cold, uh, high of 22. Thursday, 53. Friday, 58. It's going to feel like it's 101 come Friday. We are at 6 degrees. 6 degrees. Looking for a high of 17. But as I like to say, whatever high you're looking for, you go right out and grab it. By the way, pregame sports talk is brought to you by Encore Technologies. Visit Encore.tech. All right, let's take a look at some of these games in and around the National Football League today. And again, weather is going to play a large hand in some of them. In Minnesota, where weather is not a factor, they're inside. The, uh, the Vikings have got to give four to the Giants. Giants are 8-5-1 and one right now. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win and some help. Uh, already, Minnesota's clinched the NFC North. And uh, Minnesota's had a really wacky season. They've had 10 one-score wins this year. They're 11-3. and three. In Cleveland, this will be a weather game. The Saints at the Browns. Saints at the Browns. Wind chill somewhere between minus 20 and minus 37. And uh, New Orleans is 5-9. and nine. Browns are 6-8. and eight. Amazingly, both still alive in the playoff chase. Nick Chubb. Two carry, two touchdowns short of 50 for his career. This is going to be a big run game today. That's why I kind of like Cleveland. The uh, total in this game is 32 and a half. That's tempting. I don't think it goes above 32 and a half. I don't think the total goes above 32 and a half. Could be dead wrong on that one. Wouldn't be the first time I was. I just think low scoring. Who runs the ball better? Cleveland runs the ball better. Uh, Detroit is at Carolina. Jared Goff. Six games without an interception. The uh, Lions have covered their last seven. This is Carolina plus two and a half. Carolina is still alive for a title in the NFC South. Uh, Detroit, though, is rocking and rolling. They're seven and seven. Um, I, I think in this game, I think you lay the points, you take the Lions. Buffalo is at Chicago. This is another weather game. Bears at home are getting eight. Buffalo can clinch the AFC East with a win or a tie. Uh, the other interesting thing about Buffalo is all seven of their road wins have gone under. It's a 39.5-point number in this game. And they're teasing you with that because of Buffalo's offense. But again, a weather game in Chicago, uh, this might be a game that goes under again. Buffalo has the track record. Chicago's getting eight. Another weather game in Tennessee. Houston at the Titans. Titans are given three. They don't have Ryan Tannehill. He's gone for the year, it looks like, with ankle surgery. Malik Willis is quarterbacking. Tennessee has a half-game lead over Jacksonville in the AFC South. This is a desperate football team right here. They've lost four in a row. Just my guess, Houston is, they're not good. Lovey Smith could be one and done. Tennessee at 7-7 seven and seven has got to give three. I, I kind of like Tennessee in this game. I think the streak ends. Seattle at KC, another weather game. Windchill allegedly 12 below in Kansas City. Chiefs have got to give 10 to the Seahawks. Number in this game is 50 and a half. Um, you know, again, where it, the total may not go over 50 and a half. I, I, I might not play that. 10 is a huge number to lay. Um, last four home games have gone under for Kansas City. I might back off that one. Four o'clock start. Washington at San Francisco. Total in this game, 37 and a half. The weather should not be a problem. San Francisco's got a seven-game win streak. 
they're giving six and a half to Washington. There's something going on here with Washington, but I think it ends today. I think San Francisco wins this game and covers. Philly at Dallas. Dallas is giving four and a half. The reason why is Jalen Hurts is out for this game. He may be out even longer than today. Philly clinches the AFC East. Uh, and, uh, well, they've already done that. And the number one seed with a win. They're 13-1. and one. Uh, Vegas is at Pittsburgh. This That's tonight, Sunday Night Football. This is going to be a very emotional time in Pittsburgh. Uh, he had Franco Harris passing away this week. They were supposed to and still will retire his jersey tonight. All of the old guard from those great 70s teams are in. Uh, temperatures are going to be in single digits. Pittsburgh's got the number seven rushing defense. Um, I don't see Josh Jacobs going off and in those uh, those kind of conditions. Lastly, Atlanta at Baltimore. Baltimore's giving six and a half. Baltimore's banged up. I think Baltimore wins, but I don't think they cover. And that's it. That's it. That's the Arno Carriers pregame show presented by your Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers. Stand by because next, it's that man about town, Box Miller, with Countdown to Kickoff on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. Touchdown, Bengals! This is Bengals Countdown to Kickoff on the Bengals Radio Network. The Bengals Countdown to Kickoff is brought to you by Blow Park Buns and Rolls, the official hot dog and burger bun of the Cincinnati Bengals, and Alta Fiber, future-proof fiber internet designed to elevate your own business and community to a new level. Chase wide open, sprinting down to the 20, the 10, touchdown! Shop the Bengals Pro Shop. Find the best selection of white Bengal merchandise anywhere. Visit the Pro Shop seven days a week, located on the north side of Fakor Stadium, or shop online at Bengals.com. This is Bengals Countdown to Kickoff on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network on 700 WLW. and Merry Christmas, Bengal Nation. The Bengals want to give you and each other the gift of another win today against the Patriots and that mastermind Bill Belichick. It will be tough sledding in New England, but this team is looking at seven in a row. Dan Horde and Dave Lapham have the call at Gillette Stadium. And gentlemen, winning is the gift you want to keep on giving the rest of the season. <laughs> no question about it, Box. Merry Christmas to you. Hope everybody back home is warm and safe. The story around the National Football League today is the brutally cold weather. They are calling this, in all likelihood, the coldest day of action in NFL history because there are games taking place here in Foxborough, Massachusetts, Chicago, Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Nashville, Kansas City. It's going to be freezing or below in most or all of those places. Right. It's not as cold here in New England as it is back home, but it is cold. 14 degrees. The wind chill right now is zero. Lap, you famously played in the coldest game of them all, the Freezer Bowl. What kind of advice would you have for the guys that are go going to go out there under these conditions today? Try to, uh, it's a mindset, Dan. Try to ignore it as best you can. Honestly, a, a day like this, there's no precipitation. That was that would have been awful because if you're damp and then you have this kind of cold, you are in serious trouble. 
But if you're dry and you're not going to sweat, I ran around three and a half hours, never came close to a bead of sweat anywhere on my body. So you're, you're going to you're not going to have to worry about moisture anywhere, and uh, just you know work through the cold. I mean, every everybody's going to have to play in it, and and it definitely is a mindset. I will say, the guys that have fractures, like the broken wrist for Hendrickson in the cold, I'm telling you. When you hit, it feels like you break bones in this kind of weather. So, I mean, playing with that is going to be uh, an interesting dynamic. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, if Jalen Davis is going to be up or down. I have a feeling he might be down, particularly in this cold weather today with the broken thumb, playing in the secondary in this cold weather. I, I would I would anticipate him not playing today. Uh, and then anybody that has a hamstring in this kind of weather, hard to get loose. Hard to keep it loose. So if you've got hamstring problems, groin issues, anything of that of that type of thing, and the Patriots already have a player down that's uh, suffering with a, a groin uh, problem, and that's Jalen Mills, the defensive back. And uh, I hope that Higgins won't have any issues with his hamstring that, that he's been uh, working through. Uh, Hayden Hurst isn't going to play with that calf issue. Sam Hubbard isn't going to play with that calf issue. That would have been brutal to try to play today with those kind of muscle problems. So that's the thing. If you're, if you're dealing with any kind of a soft tissue issue or a broken bone or anything like that, this weather is a doubly big challenge for you to be able to get it loose, keep it loose, um, and then, and then all, it is really you have to convince yourself it's not as cold out here as it really is. That It is a total mindset. But the one thing, Dan, that's going to be working for everybody today that's playing Adrenaline, and it's a powerful thing, and adrenaline takes you a long way. And I remember I felt like I could pick up the stadium. I felt like I was in Bermuda at the start of that football game in the freezer bowl because of the adrenaline rush, and it takes you a long way through that football game. You convinced your fellow offensive linemen to go with short sleeves, even though the wind chill is minus 59. In the early warm-ups today, we can see Cam Taylor Britt out there right now, short sleeves. Yep. Trey Hendrickson came out to stretch in shorts and short sleeves. Right. Joe Burrow did his early warm-up session with no gloves, so they are embracing that it's just a mindset approach. And uh, when I came over on the early buses, Tupo and a bunch of others came to the bus in a sweatshirt. They didn't even have any coat or hat or gloves or anything like that. Joe Burrow the same way, wearing a sweatshirt. So these guys are like, yep. We're not going to let the uh, the cold weather mess with our minds. We're gonna we're gonna defeat it. And in case anybody was wondering, the window is open <laughs> in is. our broadcast booth. Wide we're open, getting baby. ready for the Bengals and the Patriots as Cincinnati tries to stay alive in the hunt to be the number one playoff seed in the AFC. It's probably going to take three straight wins to close out the season and a loss by the Kansas City Chiefs. Box, let's go back to you. Hey, thanks, gentlemen. Today's game preview presented by the Ohio Lottery, as you heard, it's all about the adrenaline and not the weather today. And uh, coming up today on Countdown to Kickoff, you hear Marissa Contabelli talk about the feature on safety Michael Thomas. But up next, Dan Hoare talks to Joe Mixon as the Countdown to Kickoff continues on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Bengals fans, stop by the all-new Jungle Zone, powered by the Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers before each game this season. Live music and family-friendly games makes this the perfect pregame location for fans of all ages. For more information, check out Bengals.com slash Jungle Zone. Good day.
Here's a hot tip for Christmas giving. Wash books from Mike's Car Wash. Wash books make the perfect gift because almost everyone you know drives, right? Now through January 1st, buy four washes and get two free on our Ultimate Plus Ceramic, Ultimate, and Works washes. You can buy wash books online at mikescarwash.com or at any of Mike's 36 locations. Now through January 1st, buy four washes, get two free on our top three washes. Wash books from Mike's Car Wash. For the drivers you love. Open daily 7 to 9. Ohio Cat is proud to support the Cincinnati Bengals as the official construction and equipment partner. As Ohio's premier construction equipment provider, we understand what it takes to be a first place team. Regardless of your need, whether it's sales, service, or equipment rental, you can count on Ohio Cat to be a trusted teammate to see how we can help you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.